Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to... Episode 156, Lily Nora. Hey Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So Katie, awesome conversation we had today. And it's with Lily all about fitness and how that ties into money. And she paid off a ton of debt. So highly relevant, awesome topic. Yeah, I feel like talking to Lily, it's our life yeah, too. Like right. We are trying to get in shape for our wedding we are paying off debt we're you know trying to do all these great things and it's nice to hear that other people are also in the fight yeah right but kate you made a mistake there what you're not paying off debt anymore well you just finished your student loan well it's still so new <laughs> that it hasn't 100 percent yeah. sunk in no, no, yet but but, for, but sure you're in that whole mindset of getting ahead and yeah fine. yeah yeah well when but she was talking I just about her to make you smile by like realizing that <laughs> when she was talking about her student loan i was like yep yep i know that feeling yep i've been there yep 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 yeah <laughs> awesome guys well if you guys would like to join our facebook community head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group we'd love if you joined us and come and say hi all right, Kate, you ready to dive right in? Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Lily Nora is a personal trainer and founder of Dresses and Dunbills, and she's been featured on multiple news, media, and print outlets. Lily paid off over $70,000 in just three years and knocked out $40,000 in 2018 alone. Welcome. Hey, Lily. Hey, good morning, y'all. <laughs> so I found you on Instagram because I'm a new Instagram user. I finally have caved to the peer pressure. So Lily, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, um, I'm Lillian Nawara. I'm a personal trainer and registered dietitian and certified diabetes educator. I have a lot um, of things. But however, I, I am a you know first-generation Nigerian-American. Um, my parents came here many years ago and really instilled education in me and my siblings. Um, through that, I, w- I ended up going to school um, here, college in Houston at Rice, um, UT Southwestern for grad school, um, and racked up some debt. Um, but I had a blast along the way. Um, I was a student athlete in college. Uh, so I've been instilling some really great life lessons, just working hard, being tenacious, be having fun, <laughs> and also finding strategy and whatever I'm doing so I can make sure that I get the end result that I'm looking for. But along the way, I, I love I love learning. I love eating. <laughs> I'm a dietitian after all. <laughs> um, I love working out. I'm really into personal development and improving yourself. And most of all, just enjoying the journey where you're at. So that's a little bit about me. Awesome. I can definitely agree. I feel like a lot of my student loan debt 
was more fun induced than learning. Yeah, but I also think that that's like a part of the process. You know, you're young and you want to go out and have some fun and everything else. And, <laughs> you know, so there is that component to it as well. <laughs> it is definitely fun in college. Yeah. So, um, Lily, what financial hurdles would you say that you're most proud of to have overcome? I would just also like to point out uh, that pun there, financial hurdle. Hurdles. <laughs> I thought I was pretty creative with that question. Financial hurdles I've had to overcome. I think the biggest part was when I started making some more money and had to really be diligent about my spending habits. And uh, that was probably one of the biggest ones. And I think the most important one that I can think of right now is when I moved and I wanted to have this fancy, you know, big girl apartment, you know, like, you know, with like grand foyer and all this nonsense. And I had to say to myself, okay, stop, step back um, and find a roommate or, or just find affordable housing because housing can be one of your biggest bills. And that was probably one of the biggest financial hurdles was to say, um, just to realize delayed gratification is something that's real and just like hang tight. Um, you can overcome that hurdle, um, but stay focused on your goal. So that probably was the biggest one, earning more, but having to keep my lifestyle the same. I can appreciate that. I actually just had a conversation with a friend the other day. She is looking to move and where we live is very expensive. And she was telling me between like she could have like this basement apartment under somebody's house or she could have like the traditional apartment type lifestyle that she's never really had. And she was going, you know, back and forth and telling me like pros and cons of each and everything. And she was like, I can afford the individualized apartment, but I would really be like scraping the bottom. Like I would have to be like gathering my dimes at the end of the at the end of the month to feed myself. And she was like, I don't really want somebody living above me. You know, like if I'm in a basement, somebody's above you. Yeah. And I was like, hold on, you got You got to stop and wait and think for a minute. Like if you're in an apartment. There's always, There's always someone above, above, you. above you. And on the side, <laughs> and, you know? Yeah. Like, no, matter, no matter your option here, somebody is going to be above you. And yes. the fact that, you know, this basement apartment has like an outdoor area for your dog and it has it's cheaper and, you know, you want to set yourself up for success. And then I told her about this story when I had my first apartment. And this is before like, really any of my like financial mistakes that I've made. I was still like scraping together money to be able to pay my rent and my utilities because I didn't bring into factor like you have to pay for things like water and electricity. Like it didn't even occur to me. And that was like a shock for me. So the lifestyle creep after you once you start to make a little bit of money is such a hard thing to like deny. Yeah, and, yes. and also that you almost feel a little bit entitled as well. You know, you, you've you been studying so long and you've worked so hard and you finally finished your exams and you're getting your first real job. And, you know, like you're like, mm, I want a nice apartment. I've, I've hard earned this. this. I've earned this. And <laughs> the, the problem with that kind of mindset is that, yes, you have worked hard, but if you go completely overboard, you're going to end up in a really tight spot. And I, I agree with that. I think you will end up in a tight spot. And I think what people don't realize is that um, things like social media, right, can portray, you know, that, hey, you've earned this. And they showcase that lifestyle of the house, 
plus the lake house and the boat and they show you know With all the these dog dog and they show all these things and it makes you feel like you know what that that that's that's what it that's what it looks like to make it right and so when you earn that money you may be inclined to think i'm going to get those things too because i have earned it and i've made it and i think that's where it just becomes a little bit it can be a little dangerous you do have to be wise with what you choose to watch see expose yourself to because then it can lead to some financial hurdles down the road right and so a lot of people like you mentioned earlier Kate like can get into debt because of fun and because of wanting to you know wanting to live um, like the Joneses into one that, that other kind of life and so when you say that it can lead to financial hurdles down the way and so I just think that's a very good point that you made um, and and a good point of along the way paying off debt just to be aware of what you're watching what you're seeing and because those can lead to hurdles along your debt journey as well if yeah. you're not if you're not focused right so I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah, well, and I also am glad that you brought in like the social media aspect because I am not quoting anything, but I want to <laughs> say that I heard somewhere that our generation of millennials and like the kids right after us, like mm-hmm. I don't know, they're like generation Y. <laughs> Who knows? Z? I'm not sure what they are. <laughs> they're they're 21 ish. Mm-hmm. Um. They we have like the greatest amount of depression because we see everybody's like great life on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and everything. And you don't you people only broadcast the good things going on in their life. They're nobody typically shows the struggles they're going through. So you're only seeing people's like brand new houses and babies being born and weddings being planned and, you know, vacations being traveled and everything. And you're not seeing Mm -hmm the actual core and important things that, yeah, and, that actually make people. Yeah, and it, and it looks like everyone's leading such a great life and where in reality, that's not the case at all. No. it's just, I, I like to call it the highlight reel. You know, you just, people are showcasing the highlight reel, you know, um, mm-hmm. of, of what's going on. Um, people, you know, people kind of want to see that and so people are putting it out. Um, but you're right, I think it can lead to thoughts of depression and further things that can ensue from that. So it is something to just be cautious about. Um, especially yeah. when it comes to the topic of like debt and how someone's getting getting there. So yeah, so just keep that in your mind keep when you're scrolling mind. through your Facebook and everybody's so happy. <laughs> Not everybody is that happy. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> they just so, don't post those days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 So you are super into physical fit and being physically fit and everything. I wanted to ask your professional opinion. Sure. The link between financial fitness and physical fitness, because on a surface level, obviously there's like a link, but I wanted to get your take on it. So the link between financial fitness and physical fitness, that's actually really awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no, I like that. <laughs> I think this, there are some similarities and some parallels, consistency in what you're doing, having an end result or a plan. And oftentimes, maybe setting a deadline for yourself. I think those three things can be key to both financial and physical fitness. Um, so I guess, firstly, being consistent, right? So if you want to have a body for a wedding or you want to have a body, um, you know, regain your body after having a baby, whatever that may be, you do have to be consistent with your activity and what you're choosing to eat, the food choices, because um, a couple of cheat meals are not going to create the, your body, but the consistent you know, lean protein, good carbs, whatever, that will that will create the body you're looking for. And I think the same can be translated for your financial fitness. Are you consistently saving? Are you consistently paying off more each month um, on your debt? Are you consistently 
giving? <laughs> Are you consistently seeking ways to cut back and save, trim the fat in your budget? Are you consistently finding ways to do those things? Then yeah, you, you will yield a result of being maybe debt-free or being um, able to give more to causes that you care about. You know, those kinds of things are, are important towards uh, financial fitness, I think, as well. Um, I guess secondly would just be being tenacious, being diligent about what you're doing, having an end goal so, and, and maybe setting a deadline. So I know for maybe for weight training or for physical fitness, you can set a deadline to run a 5K or something. That's a hard date and you better be ready because, I mean, you pay for it. So you, you'll do the work. And I think sometimes creating a deadline in your in your finances saying each month I'm going to pay this off and I'm going to pay a little bit more each time or creating internal goals. Like I know a girl on social media paying off debt and she has a thing where she says she doesn't spend for 15 days of the month. That's like half the month she doesn't spend. She yeah. has like no spend days, which I think is awesome. So that way half the month she's really being intentional um, and saving and she's making like little deadlines in her mind, right? So the little things like that, I think are super key to honing in on your financial fitness. I'm also going to throw one out there as well. Yeah. And I think it works very much with both of these topics. And that's putting in place a plan that you actually are going to stick to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's so critical, especially when you talk about fitness, when you talk about diets, when you talk about even paying off debt, you know, it's not necessarily just saying, oh, I'm going to be on a diet and then you never stick to your diet or oh, I'm going to pay off debt and you never pay off debt. You know, you have to find a plan that works for you and who you are. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, diets don't work, but diets do work and every diet works. It's the diet you stick to, however, that's mm -hmm. going to show you the results. Tell so, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so pivoting off that idea and putting in place a plan, what was your plan to pay off your debts? How did you sort of strategize and come up with how you want to tackle your debt? Great. Um, so my plan, honestly, I was paying the minimums on my student loans for over a year, you guys. Don't feel um, bad. I yeah. was not even doing that for a long time. So don't feel bad. There's no shame here. There's safe, safe place. Oh, and I honestly thought like I was doing good because my minimums were like um, 300 or something dollars. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's pretty good. And I didn't even take the time, uh, Dennis, you asked about a plan, to create a plan to see, okay, I'm paying the minimums, but how much is going to principal? How much is going to interest? I didn't take the time to look at that. Um, when I actually got serious, I was enraged to know that all that, those, those monies were just going mainly to interest and like $2 or something was going to principal. It was insane. Um, so how did I create the plan? I, after paying minimums, I was actually listening to Dave Ramsey. Uh, my boyfriend was like, you need to listen to Dave. And I was like, oh, okay. And finally I did. I had many um, hours behind the wheel driving for work. And so I was just listening to Dave. And after a month of doing that and hearing everyone else's debt scream, I said, okay, I need, I need to get serious. So I finally had been saving um, and I had gotten to a point where I was really proud of saving you know, um, several, you know, several thousand dollars. And I, I was, my, my ego said, I want to leave that in the bank account. That's, I've never saved that much before. And then finally listened to Dave. I said, that money is doing nothing toward setting me toward financial freedom. So I finally just wrote and, you know, electronically transferred a, a large amount of funds. And that was how I started creating that plan from there. Um, I just did what Dave said, I, Dave Ramsey, as we were speaking about, and I went ahead and saved um, 2000 emergency fund, you know, just a little bit more cushion. And then I, made a large deposit and really started um, attacking it. And so the plan was I'm paying extra. I mean, I know you guys, I paid almost three times as much each month. I've been there, girl. It sucked. And it sucked. But 
I was blessed um, to have a little bit more margin and I was able to do that by cutting my expenses, <laughs> having a roommate. And you guys, like, I mean, really, I was, my ego was like, girl, you don't need to be doing all this. But I was like, no, yes, I do. <laughs> but I mm-hmm. did it. And part of my plan was um, focusing on doing the baby steps. I would, I would um, pay minimums. I realized that's not enough. Um, after finally getting my butt in gear, I started paying triple um, what my, my, um, my minimums were. That was part of my plan. And then from there, I would shave off anything else. I stopped. I don't really go to Starbucks or anything, but I ca- I stopped shopping. <laughs> that was that's my Starbucks. I stopped shopping. Um, I stopped um, eating out as much. Those little things were the extra money and funds that I was able to put into the plan of paying extra toward my debt. There were chunks where I would just save, and I would actually be able to put a couple more into my debt, a uh, couple thousand each month. So that was really helpful, and that was part of my plan. You guys, I just said each month I'm going to do this. And believe it or not, I still was able to save. So that was really good as well. And I gave as well. So that was, that's part of my plan. I just stuck to it. And that that's what works. The thing when I first started paying back my debt, I would hear what other people did that paid their debt off in relatively short amounts of time. And that's what they said. Like I just, I cut little areas and I would put extra towards my debt or like things like a tax refund. I have used my last two tax refunds towards my student loan. That's how, that's why I filed my taxes a little bit early this year because I was like, if I do my tax refund with this and this and this, then I can get my student loan paid off. Mm -hmm. Uh, and even like birthday money, random bonuses at work, like you just, it goes straight in. Like you weren't planning to have it. You don't need it. Put it towards your loan. Yes. And I took some extra jobs just like as a health screener and extra, you know, like PRN dietitian, which is just as needed. You know, I took some extra things here and there to kind of help with that as well. Awesome. So your Instagram dresses and dumbbells. I... Don't know if we said on air, but before the show, definitely, I have been following you um, to motivate me from working out for my wedding. Can you give us like a quick 60 second, tell us about dresses and dumbbells and things you're doing and that kind of good stuff? Sure. Dresses and Dumbbells is a platform to empower women to be strong, be stylish, and to have a strong mindset. So that's basically what we focus on. I think all of those things are important for women at every stage of their lives. That's basically it. We focus on physical activity and getting you stronger. And of course, the, a part of that is um, your eating as well. So that's that's most of it. So I you'll love see it. You'll, you'll see on there things <laughs> like um, crazy hard workouts, sometimes some easy stuff just to kind of ease people in. You'll see some food ideas. I'll challenge you about certain things within the food industry. Um, what else? And just inspiration, just to live your, your best life, um, not anyone else's. And um, I do my best to be as transparent um, as I can be um, on there as well. Awesome. So I'm going to ask the question everybody is really thinking. <laughs> sure. What is your favorite cheat meal? Oh, okay. So and, my cheat, and cheat cocktail, because let's, like all the hot, like Memorial Day and Labor Day is coming up. Like what is a good cheat cocktail that's not terrible? 
Okay, well, shocker, I actually don't drink alcohol, so I don't have, <laughs> I know everyone's like, wah, wah, she's boring. No. I'm so fun. Like, you guys, I don't need alcohol and I don't need coffee, okay? I'm like, probably the most. You don't drink coffee either? I do, I do drink coffee, but I okay. don't need it. I do okay. drink coffee. I don't need it. Um, you can ask my boyfriend. He's like, no, she doesn't need it. I don't need it. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like energized and burning all the time. So, um, so I don't really actually drink alcohol, but... My patients and clients um, have said like something like a vodka soda or vodka, um, well, you know, something, something soda lighter. with lime. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could do that. Or <laughs> you're like, mom, mom, also boring. <laughs> well, no, that, um, that is what I like today. Later, we're supposed to go for a cocktail later with Dennis's friend. And I was like, OK, well, I've, there goes my no drinking until the wedding idea. Um, vodka soda for me, it is. If, if you're a wine a person, you can always try a spritzer. So that's just okay. um, your choice of wine, but it's about half the glass. And then you could add um, like a diet or, or sparkling water to it or something just for a flavor and for a little bit of the wine. But you also get a little bit of sparkly, you know, it's like, for, you know, a little something. Yeah. It's, half the, yeah. it's about half the calories there, um, okay. but it still gives you a little something. So <laughs> you can give that a try as well. <laughs> um, and then as far as my favorite cheat meal, you guys, I like to eat. Gosh, okay. Um, kind of, that's a hard I, one. It kills me when, when really in shape people are like, all I do is eat. And it's just like, no, there's no way. Okay, well, I'll be honest today. I had some eggs before this call. I had some meat and then I had some shredded wheat cereal with the little, with the little frosted ones and almond milk and a little bit of a smoothie. So Holy I cow, like to eat. That is, okay. Um, that sounds I take great. that back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's um, early where you're at. <laughs> yes. But cheat meal for real, I do. Oh man, I love a good plate of like, Man, I just like some good rice, um, some fried plantains. If anyone in the Caribbean, any kind of people like that, I mean, mm-hmm. I love some good fried plantains, some meat, like some chicken or something. Sometimes I love, what else do I love? I do like sushi. Actually, sushi is one, it's a really good food for me. I really like that. To me, to me, it's a treat. To me, it's a treat because like, I don't always get it. So it's nice. Okay. Um, she's like, she's like, mm, okay. Like, man, I thought sushi was kind of healthy, oh, minus the rice. I do like hibachi, Katie. You guys okay. love hibachi. Ooh, yes. That, no, that, that's good stuff. Okay, yeah. that is good. That's some good stuff, and it's entertainment, you know, because they're doing a little fire choo-choo train with yeah. the onions and stuff. It's fun. So, <laughs> the heartbeat rice. Yeah, the heartbeat rice. <laughs> you know, so that's always fun. <laughs> so that's you know that that's a good. I hope yeah, that, that's achievement for me. Okay. That's cool. for me. Yeah. The thing that I have learned most is because we eat pretty healthily. Um, it's just the portion control. Oh yeah. Portion yeah. control okay. is so hard for me. For you, I can eat until I throw up. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it, it is a it is a bigger issue, yeah, for most of yeah, us in this country. That's true. You're not you're not the only one. I mean, they <laughs> when you go out, the plate of food is like you can even eat it for two. You know, you, you can box half mm-hmm. of it. And eat and be full right there and have a, a whole other meal, you know? Don't tell anyone, but I've been known to eat kids' meal. So, because <laughs> it's a that, perfect portion. Well, no, and I, oh, no, I, I have I, actually done that before too. And I've even suggested to Dennis, like, we, li- we live above a Chinese restaurant. Oh. And granted, the Chinese is not as good as like in Chinatown, but okay. in a pinch, it will do. And okay. it, we've gotten to the point where like we will split one meal. Yes. And, and so you do that. And when we were, so for Christmas, we went to South Africa to vi- visit Dennis's family. And Dennis's sister is a doctor and basically told us how we need to get in shape. And 
<laughs> be skinny for the wedding. <laughs> More so Dennis, the poor thing. But like, she would talk, she has been to America and she was talking about the portions in America and she's like, there's no reason why you two should be ordering your own meal. He's like, you mm-hmm. should order one thing and split it. And because the portions are huge and you're in Texas and we all know yeah. the saying, Dennis, what is the saying? Everything's bigger. <laughs> well, no, the, the first saying is everything's bigger in America. And then the second saying is and everything's bigger in Texas. Amen. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, we, we need help. <laughs> but, but you're right. I mean, if you want to save money um, and you just want to save your literally save your money and save your health. Yeah, you can split a meal. I mean, honestly, because the portions are sometimes larger than we may need. And it is one way that you can definitely save money for sure. But also and drink water and drink water. Seriously, drink water. Um, you know, you know, what's funny. Um, and, I'll, and I'll say this and we can we can move on if, you, if we need to. But you know, when you go on a cruise, I've never been on one yet. But I hear that they will charge for alcohol and sodas. But water and like juice or something is typically included. And I find that really interesting. And people get upset because they want their soda and they want their alcohol. Um, and I find that interesting because we've been so accustomed to that. And um, it's something that you'll, you, I always tell my patients and clients, like, you'll pay the price now or you can, you'll pay later with your health. And so you do have to be co- you know, conscious of what you choose to put in your body. And because it will, it will cost you down the road um, in your healthcare. So it's something just to be, to be aware of. That's all. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And you feel so much better when you drink water. You I do. do anyway. Your skin, your skin glows, and that's men and women. And I mean, it's just awesome. No beer belly for men and women, right? It's just, it's a whole another. It's just awesome. It's just awesome. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really is. Money clan. We're just gonna take a quick break, and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. Money clan. If you do have a ton of debts, one of the best ways to get your monthly payments lower and pay less interest is to re. Finance. You can head on over to chainofwealth.com slash refinance. I've recently completed this massive post that'll outline exactly what the benefits are, how you go about doing it, and just give you a bit of insight as to what you should be doing if you are considering refinancing. That's chainofwealth.com slash refinance. Okay, Tiff. <laughs> I don't know why I called you <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> oh, you know, it's all good. I was like, Lily. Her We're name is Lily. We're just having so much fun. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lily. So I'm curious to know what your saving or retirement plan looks like or both. Okay. My saving and or retirement plan. So I, I currently do invest in a 401k with my company because they match and it's free money. So the... Mm-hmm. Yes. I have a Roth as well, a Roth IRA as well. And I am saving about three to six months of expenses, as uh, Dave says. So I'm almost done with that. And other than that, my goal is to have a couple other streams of income. Um, so my personal business and a couple other things like courses online and, the you know, ebooks, that kind of stuff. So um, that's the plan right now. Part of it is just good old hard work. And then there will be some investing as well. That's my next thing that I need to learn, right? So learn or get get assistance with. So we all need to learn it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're all in the same boat. I either need to learn it or yeah. So I'll be honest, I'm, I'm, uh, I am following a lot of Dave Ramsey's plans. 
Mm-hmm. They did him and Chris Hogan. Uh, they did have that next millionaire next door. I think it's what it's called. Is that what, no? That's not. That's someone else. I'm sorry. It is yeah. everyday millionaire. Forgive me. Everyday millionaire. Yeah. So there's just some strategies that I do want to kind of look into um, because everyday people like Joe next door could really be a millionaire. It's just a matter, and he's probably like a plumber or something. You know, like you just mm-hmm. it can be any job. It doesn't have to be something fancy. So I want to learn what has been working over the years for people, and I just want to. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel if something works. I want to do my best to follow it. So um, that's kind of the plan right now. So 401k, Roth, um, personal businesses, and other streams of income, and then eventually like investing because I do need to do that. So yeah, those, that's my plan. Awesome. And do you have any favorite books or podcasts you could recommend? Well, we, I guess we can all both recommend Dave Ramsey podcast because I, do, <laughs> yes. I, do, I, do, I, do, I did and do listen to that. Um, what else? Books. Um, let me think. I have a couple by an author. Her name is Danny Johnson. She has a couple, which is why I can't think of one right this minute, but she have one called First Steps to Wealth. That was a great book of just your mindset um, that I do really enjoy and lots of things about business as well. And then I do like the book Kingdom Woman. It's by Tony Evans. That's a great book as well. And Crystal Hurst, they both wrote that book. Um, just about mindset as far as being a woman in God's kingdom and what that means and what I should do with my time, talent, and treasure. So what I should do with my money, right? So that's another book that I do I do like as well. Okay. And do you have a favorite quote? Favorite quote. If you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> I actually <laughs> so say that. true. I actually say that very often, actually. Seriously. If you don't ask, you don't get. I'm just that's that's the honest truth. Like for example, if you have credit cards and the interest is I've never actually had to pay on credit cards been blessed but if you do have one and it's a rate of like 13 18.5 listen call them up ask you know hey if you know can we can we do a lower interest rate can we get to 10 can we get to nine single digit i mean you got to ask and even if they say no and you get to 10 that was less than what you were paying you know so you just got to ask yeah and a lot of times people don't ask so when you they do get asked they go for it yes yes just ask Listen, the worst that can happen is they say no and you're back right back where you started. And hey, you know, you're right back where you're just where you were. So but hey, if you do ask and, you know, God willing, they say a positive answer that you wanted. Heck, yeah, you might ask again because it yielded a good result. You just you just got to ask. So that's me. Awesome. Lily, we've absolutely loved hanging out today. Do you have any other last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. OK, um, last parting advice would just be. Just start, you know, really just start. I think sometimes we hold ourselves back because of fear, because of, oh, it's not going to be perfect. I don't have the perfect plan to pay off my debt or don't have the perfect weight loss plan for my wedding. Just get started. Just start. You know, Nike's slogan is just do it. The slogan is not keep thinking. You know, Nike, keep thinking. No, it's just do it. So, <laughs> right? It, that, that's the slogan. Yeah, so, that's true. You know, you know just, just start. Starting is better than rum- ruminating over it forever and ever. So same with finances, same with your fitness just get started money clan we've been hanging out with lily and nora you can check out her website it's addresses and and you can also find her on instagram so definitely be sure to check out her site it is really really cool and yeah if you are not getting fit as well this is a message that you should definitely be checking that out ain't that right kate yes all right we'll catch you next time guys 